0: Rigdon. Of course, even today the cognition of each new dimension by man can be compared to the process of growth and unfolding of new lotus petals, which appear, grow and gain momentum in their development, even though before this their projection was only in the lane of the genetic program of development of the given flower. Same with a human, Who, during the cognition and mastering of each new dimension manifests in his structure a new petal, which, figuratively speaking, is responsible for the relationship with the given dimension. Naturally, the lotus flower is a conditional comparison, so to say to gain an understanding of the essence of the process. But if we speak about reality, then the manifestation, development, and improvement of the variety of interrelationships which have been built into him initially take place in the energy structure of a human during his spiritual development. Anastasia Many people simply associate their existence only with the third dimension without understanding their true potential. But when you realize even a small fraction of it, you also understand the great responsibility for your life and to what extent everything is interconnected in it, including with regard to dimensions. Rigdon That is true. I have already said that when a person is born into a body in this material world, the state of his consciousness is tuned to the wave of the animal nature, to the basic perception by the new personality of the information of the material three dimensional world with physical sensory organs. The task of the person who has embarked on the path of spiritual development is not only to learn how to switch to a different state of consciousness independently, but also to explore the world in a capacity that is new to him, expanding his abilities, understanding the fundamental difference between the material and the spiritual worlds. In other words, to make his conscious choice. Indeed, everything is very closely interconnected in the world. But what does a person know about the world? Let's just say that as of today, certain fields of the third dimension have been studied to some extent, for example the physical fields acoustic, electromagnetic, gravitational, and so on. Note that we are speaking about the dimension with which each person has identified himself since childhood and considers it as native, familiar, and largely known. But does the person know that in essence these fields consist of coarse energies? In their turn, these coarse energies consist of the so-called subtle energies, which unfortunately have not been studied by the modern science as of today. But the thing is that they, these subtle energies, are a part of the fields of the next dimension. Thus, interchange and inter influence occur between dimensions. A simple example is a human thought. Why is it that scientists still cannot track its origin? Because its formation is connected with subtle energies of a different dimension in which man also exists or rather, in which a part of his energy structure is located. While in our dimension, it is coarse energies that are manifested. So to say, the derivatives of this surge which are the ones recorded by scientists observing the firing of neurons in the brain. In general, it should be noted that all the dimensions, space and time, are related to each other. They originate from and consist of various combinations of the very conditional building blocks of the Universe of which I spoke earlier. Anastasia Yes, today science knows little about other dimensions, but already there is information that makes intelligent people start thinking. For example, it is interesting that man sees his body in this particular shape and not in another, because his vision is adjusted to the perception of electromagnetic waves within a certain range of frequencies, or as physicists say, in the range of the visible light. In the infrared or the ultraviolet spectrum, in the light that is not visible to the eye, or in the Kirlian photography, man will look somewhat different. Rigdon Undoubtedly, in short, With modern equipment or certain meditation techniques, one can see different forms of light, man's electromagnetic field, the form of the aura, and so on. And the whole ambiguous form of a person can be seen in three-dimensional space, which in combination with time makes up four-dimensional space. But in five-dimensional space, from the perspective of the interaction of subtle energies A human appears already differently, in the shape of a pyramid, with a detached top. In the sixth dimension, there is a small enhancement of the pyramid. It is important to note that the power of the animal mind is limited only to six dimensions, which make up the material world of the Universe. Roughly speaking, the material world comprises only 5% of the Universe. From the seventh to the seventy second dimension, there is a world of energies and information that also forms the material worlds of the universe, as well as perfects energy structures thanks to the movement and power of a lot. And beyond the universe, there is the world that is qualitatively different from it, the spiritual world, the world of God, which, as a matter of fact, a person can get into as a new spiritual being. At that, it is sufficient for him to reach the seventh dimension, escaping from the material captivity, in order to cross over to the spiritual world afterwards at will. But let's get back to the material world. A human being, even with the dominance of the animal nature in him, is capable of perceiving, interacting on the energy level, and consciously influencing matter up to the Sixth Dimension. Usually, a person seeks to develop such supernatural abilities in himself for the sake of gaining power over his own kind in the three-dimensional world. This is the main desire that makes a person successful at it if the animal nature dominates. Although this dominant desire remains virtually unnoticed by the consciousness of the person Who is in a state of submission to the will of the animal mind. At best, the person tries to justify it even to himself with noble reasons, supposedly showing care for other people and helping them. Anastasia. In other words, these supernatural abilities can be present not only in the people following the spiritual path and maintaining the dominance of the spiritual nature in themselves, but also in those who are going in the opposite direction and live under the rule of the will of the animal nature. Rigdon. That's right. They can be, for example, psychics, magicians, sorcerers, people with paranormal abilities. In other words, those who are capable of submerging down to the sixth dimension in an altered state of consciousness, and from there, Influencing the lower dimensions and weak structures to manifest energy activity and make certain transformations. Influencing the third dimension from the perspective of higher dimensions, the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth, naturally affects the coarse matter of the three dimensional world at the level of information. However, While exerting such influence, the person himself is not fully aware of why he is given this power, and what he is really doing, what changes he is really making, and whom he actually serves. Such energy influence, even from the sixth dimension, but from the perspective of dominance of the animal nature in man, does not indicate spiritual development. Anastasia You once said that if a person does not develop spiritually, then his energy structure in the subsequent dimensions above the six is simplified. Rigdon For the observer from higher dimensions, any person in the first dimension represents, speaking in human associations, an ordinary dot, in other words, nothing. It is important to note that a person who does not develop spiritually Despite the fact that his structure is much more sophisticated in the material world and in the 6th dimension it has the shape of a pyramid, in the 7th dimension his energy structure looks like a nebula, or rather a blurred spot which becomes further simplified in the subsequent higher dimensions. And finally, in the 72nd dimension, a spiritually undeveloped person represents, just like in the 1st dimension, only a dot, nothing, and in this lies the answer to the most important question of any human. I hope that intelligent people will understand it. Observing from the seventh dimension of the material world is already like, so to speak, contemplating the mighty waters of a swamp by the one who is standing on the shore. Just like the material world, the swamp is a natural cleaner of the system a filter for cleaning water, in other words, that which forms the basis of life. Complex processes take place in its depth, but the observer is only interested in their result, which appears on the surface of the murky waters. Many people who have lived their lives in vain, unable to succeed in using their spiritual chance, are like bubbles floating to the surface, filled with the void of desires of the material world. Their fate on the surface of the water is set and predetermined. Upon touching a qualitatively different environment, the bubbles burst, turning into nothing. But there are those who, having merged with their soul during life, are like a beautiful lotus bud, appearing on the surface out of the murky waters. This snow-white flower captivates the observer's attention With its purity and novelty. The observer admires the beauty of the flower and gives it his attention, watching the process of the unfolding of each petal. A lotus flower is qualitatively different from an empty bubble of air, for it has already become an integral part of another world. Another way of saying it is if a person develops spiritually and his aspirations and desires are connected with the world of God in other words the spiritual nature dominates in him then eventually he will be able to escape the restrictions of the material world six dimensions during his life and enter the seventh dimension in this case his energy structure becomes more complex in the seventh dimension if we speak about these complex energy processes in associations that are understandable for the mind of a resident of a three-dimensional world, then a person's structure transforms from the pyramidal shape to the shape of a cube set on one of its corners. In other words, the energy structure of such a spiritually liberated person is qualitatively different from the pyramid-shaped energy structure of an ordinary person in the sixth dimension and the further a person delves into spiritual self-development, the more complex his energy structure becomes. Such a transformed energy structure of a human is impossible to miss for those who have true spiritual vision. The pyramidal energy structure of man occupies much more space than the physical body, and the cubic one occupies ten times as much. This unique phenomenon is hard to miss at the level of energy even from the perspective of the observer of higher dimensions. As they say, true holiness of human will not escape the sight of the observer from the spiritual nature. But unfortunately, in the human society, such a transformation is very rare. By the way, in the ancient times, the people who attained the seventh dimension and received spiritual liberation during lifetime were symbolically portrayed in the shape of a cube often with a mark painted on one of its corners. A supreme being from the spiritual world was also marked with the same symbol. Anastasia Yes, this is indeed a very interesting topic. In regards to this, there exists rich and varied archaeological material that confirms the existence of such symbolism among many ancient peoples living on different continents. Rigdon of course, we will return to the subject many times in the course of the conversation. Unfortunately, as of today, a lot of the original information has been lost or forgotten. Therefore, many discovered artifacts which recorded the ancient knowledge in symbols and signs are still not completely understood by scientists. Anastasia You're right. In order to understand this, one needs to have basic knowledge. I remember when you first told us about human's energy structure. For me, it was not a mere revelation, but a real shock, which later, in the process of analysis of the information and its deep understanding, developed into a mature brand new view of the world. I am sure that others will not be indifferent to this information. Could you tell the readers more about man? In particular, how his energy structure becomes more complex in each subsequent dimension. Richten, in order for people to realize what their energy structure represents in six dimensions and how it is all interconnected, I will give a simple associative example. There is a children's toy, a kaleidoscope. This is a tube inside which mirrors and colored stones are placed at a certain angle. As the tube is rotated, You can observe varying combinations of patterns. The more mirrors there are, the more complex the observed patterns and shapes are. So, in our case, the mirrors are dimensions, and the stones are the main parts of the energy structure of a human. Their number is constant, but any qualitative change in the process of spiritual perfection leads to a more complex transformation of the whole structure. If we view the structure of a human being in the first dimension, one-dimensional world, then it will look like a dot similar to a star in the sky. And if you zoom in on this dot and then delve into its structure, you're able to see the entire complexity of the energy structure of a human being. In other words, to trace the connection from the first dimension to the last through the whole successive chain of dimensions. Figuratively speaking, it is similar to contemplating stars. If you look at it with the naked eye, it will just be a barely visible point in the sky, but if you look at it through a spyglass, it will be visible as a rough bright circle. And if you observe it through a powerful telescope, then it will be a sufficiently complex space object with volume and its own natural processes. And in the second dimension, Two dimensional world, the structure of a person will have a shape of a cross, in the middle of which there will be a circle at the intersection of its lines. Well, and everybody knows what a person looks like in the third dimension. Anastasia. That is so. But even in this example, you understand how complex human structure is, even in the three dimensional world. After all, what I see in the mirror is far from all that there really is both inside of me and outside if we take into account not only the inner life of the organism as a closed environment, but also the weak energy fields that it produces. In today's world, people do not know much about how their body is organized in the three-dimensional world, not to mention more, so for them it may be surprising to hear the information about a simultaneous and stable existence of the person in six dimensions. Although, in a way, you can understand those people who have lived most of their lives believing this world to be the only reality, many questions from the mind arise if one does not have practical spiritual experience. How can this be, due to what these connections occur, and so on? Richten In such cases, as a rule, the animal nature activates first, not wanting to lose its power over a person, immediately creating a lack of acceptance and incomprehension in him, and forcing him into the old and familiar stalls of thinking of the citizen of a three-dimensional world. However, it is impossible to fully know the higher dimensions and get personal experience while remaining in the limited state of consciousness of the observer of the three-dimensional world. In this respect, I will give a simple example. Imagine that you are observing processes that are happening to residents of a two-dimensional world. In the human understanding, a two-dimensional world represents a plane characterized by length and width. In short, residents of a two-dimensional world do not understand what volume is. Imagine that they see a translucent space object in the form of a cone or a sphere approaching their world. What will they see? Instead of a cone, they will see a two-dimensional shape that is a circle and a point in the middle and instead of a ball, they will see just a circle. Why? because their thinking is tuned to the perception of a two-dimensional world. The concept of three dimensions is beyond their comprehension of the world as creatures living in two-dimensional space and observing from it. In other words, they do not see the real picture because it is beyond their dimension, beyond their usual state of consciousness which has specific limits. And now, let us get back to our three-dimensional space. Today people behave in the same way. They explore the world from the perspective of a resident of three-dimensional space. But man, unlike other creatures from other dimensions, has a unique energy structure, thanks to which, by developing himself spiritually, he is able to know other dimensions and see the world as it is in reality and not in the narrow range of the limited perception of the world as part of three-dimensional space. Anastasia In general, what people usually see around them, perceive in each day, including themselves, is not such in reality. Rigdon Absolutely. Our brain, or to be more precise, its usual state of consciousness, is a kind of a barrier to knowing more, knowing what lies beyond the three-dimensional space. After all, man's usual state of consciousness, as I have already said, is programmed from birth to the limited perception of a three-dimensional world. To put it more precisely, even partially of a four-dimensional world, three-dimensional space and time are meant here. The fourth dimension, time, as a factor of measurement, is hardly understood or perceived by man. In other words, in three-dimensional space, we perceive ourselves constantly here and now at a given point. In everyday life, the brain does not notice this movement in time, the very azoosmos with cause and effect relations. Man notices the general movement of time, perhaps only when he assesses himself, for example by looking in the mirror, or compares his photographs of twenty years ago with how he looks now, but our brain, while in a usual state of consciousness, does not notice the constant movement of time, of life itself as a as osmos an inner impulse of energy. However, this does not mean that a person cannot perceive it at all. After all, the human perception depends first of all on the dominant worldview, the stability of the state of expanded consciousness, on the database that man inputs into his brain and constantly updates, and that is why it is important to expand your intellectual horizons. Secondly, such a perception depends on self-development, on systematic experiences of altered state of consciousness, meditations and spiritual practices, thanks to which man independently learns about the world outside of the three dimensions and not with the mind's logic, but with a more perfect instrument of his, the intuitive sense, the sixth sense. Anastasia Yes, such sayings of people from the ancient times as when man changes the whole world changes, know thyself and you shall know the whole world, are not empty words. This is a reality, the fullness of which man can acknowledge during the practical process of spiritual self-discovery. You once mentioned while talking about altered states of consciousness that human consciousness has many levels. Rigden, That is right. The fact that consciousness has many levels allows the person as an observer, even from the animal nature, to embrace with his perception from the second up to the sixth dimensions, specifically in an altered state of consciousness. Man cannot consciously perceive the first dimension. For him, it will just be a dot, nothing, but this nothing holds everything. The first dimension is the ezoosmos, in other words, the initial inner impulse of energy. As a rule, man does not consciously notice the beginning of this change, impulse, especially at the level of the first dimension. Concerning the first dimension, I will give a metaphorical example that will be understood by many people today. It is related to the work of computers, or rather to the movement of the blinking screen indicator, the cursor. By the way, the word cursor comes from the Latin word cursorius, which means messenger, speedwalker, fast runner. When you do something on the computer, for example, you added text, you move this pointer indicator, an arrow or a dash, on the display screen by pressing certain keys, or with an optical and mechanical manipulator, a mouse. After all, while doing it, you're not thinking how exactly it moves. You just do it almost automatically, because you're focused on your work. It only seems to you that the cursor moves naturally when you control the mouse, for example to select or move the text, correct it or open a new window. But what is really happening? The screen consists of pixels, that is these small colored dots, which, if magnified, will look like squares, like a graph paper notebook, each of which consists of three colors: subpixels, red, green, and blue. Combining these three primary colors at each point makes it possible to reproduce any color on the monitor screen. The more pixels there are in the same area of the screen, The better and sharper, more detailed the image on it will be. What is a pixel? It is just an element of a photosensitive matrix, the smallest element of a two-dimensional digital image in a pixel grid, and bitmapped graphics on the monitor screen. This is a set of electrodes. What is displaying image on the screen? It is, in fact, control of electrical voltage. That is applied to each electrode, light-emitting diode. The size and direction of the vector of the electric field in its turn is controlled by the software component and the processor of the graphics card. When you move a mouse with your hand, the electrical signals from the optical sensor go via USB, a device for transmitting information, to that part of the computer circuitry that is responsible for processing them. The process signal is sent to the video card. Then, according to its program, it changes the characteristics of the electric field applied to specific electrodes LEDs, on the screen pixels. Accordingly, their light intensity changes, for example, some become black and others white. For you, it creates an illusion of the cursor's movement on the screen. In other words, you only think that you're moving the cursor. In fact, thanks to the work of electronic circuits and programs, you're only changing external conditions for the electrode, LED, and it acquires new properties for itself. And because of that, the light passing through it acquires other characteristics, frequency and intensity. If the cursor is located at a given point at a given moment in time, then by performing an impulse, having moved the mouse with your hand, you create conditions for changing the optical characteristics of the dot. ANASTASIA One can say that in a way I trigger the jump of the cursor from one point to another, from one pixel to another. Yes, the movement of the cursor is in essence a figurative example of the prototype of unnoticeable motion, life, of the material body in space and time thanks to the Ezoosmos. Azoosmos is a jump of information from one information building block to another. An information building block pulls in the information and passes it to another information block. In other words, it transmits the information through itself. Those pixels serve as information building blocks in our conditional comparison. But you as an observer, thanks to your freedom of choice, Trigger this movement in one direction or another. All this movement happens according to the change of information and goes unnoticed by the person who does not see the complex mechanism of change and transmission of information. In our example, you just move the mouse, and for you, there is a natural movement on the screen. You do not see how the cursor picture jumps from one pixel to another, how voltage changes in each electrode. For you, the cursor arrow almost instantly moves to another position on the screen. Same in life. The movement of any material object through information blocks goes unnoticed by a person. He does not see how exactly this initial movement happens at the level of the first dimension. For example, we see a person walking in a certain direction. What really happens is that information, with all its complexity of interconnections, is flowing through information-building blocks, thanks to Ezoosmos. Even if we watch a man sitting motionless, in fact, this is just an illusion, because actually, a very rich, intensive informational exchange is taking place, which is his life, his movement, which remains unnoticed either by him or by us. Anastasia. In other words, a person may not realize the full complexity of the world's influence on him and his influence on the world, but changes at the invisible level are happening constantly. Rigdon. And the higher the dimension, for example the fifth or the sixth, from which a person instigates these changes with his choice, the more significant these changes will be. Anastasia, the main function of the first dimension is the initial inner impetus of energy. Could you tell the readers what is the main function of the second dimension? Rigdon. for a person in his perception, the functions of the second dimension, two-dimensional space, represent nothing more than a kind of storage and transmission of information, in which signs and symbols play a significant role although functions of the second dimension are much broader. Here is a simple example. Any record presumes storage and transfer of information. What is a script, whether pictographic, ideographic, hieroglyphic, or alphabetical? It is a sign system of recording human thoughts, which allows one to capture them in time and transmit them over distance through conventional notation. In other words, It is a notation in the two-dimensional world which involves storing information in certain symbols and signs. For example, a cake recipe or a manual for construction of a nuclear power plant or a flowchart for manufacturing a nuclear bomb and so on. If you were able to read the recipe and made no attempt to do anything, then nothing will happen. However, if you can read... That is you understand the notation of symbols, and then you apply appropriate force following the instructions and act, then you will invariably get the result recorded in this recipe or manual. The same is with the sign of the second dimension. If you add energy to it, acting out of a three-dimensional world, it will start working. As a result, according to our example, After applying energy and acting upon the information from the second dimension, we will get either a cake or light in the house or the result that will destroy our house in the third dimension. Anastasia So generally speaking, the third dimension is the dimension in which you already apply force and energy and begin to create. Written For a human, yes. In this regard, it is important for people to understand what kind of information they give their attention to in each day, to what they apply their life force, how exactly they subsequently waste it, and what they can really achieve. After all, today most people observe themselves and consequently assess their lives one-sidedly only from the perspective of thinking of a resident of three-dimensional space. A modern person does not even realize that the origin of his thoughts is related to a completely different dimension. However, he is constantly living in his dreams and thoughts while the surrounding reality for him is the reflection of his mental activity to some extent. He is wasting his life energy on materialization of his thoughts and desires, which are mainly related to a very narrow spectrum of a broadband of frequencies of three dimensional space on which his observation as the personality is focused at a given moment.